0: Hello! Me again, Shayla Fontaine. As promised, here is my full, uncut interview with Ben Stimson, who has a really amazing wealth of knowledge about witchcraft and the ways that it ties into history and culture. Once again, I suggest listening to episode 29 of History Fix about witches first, as this interview is a follow-up bonus to that. (laughs) So maybe we could just start with an introduction, if you wouldn't mind introducing yourself, your name, kind of what you do.
1: Absolutely. So my name is Ben Stimson. Um, I'm a, a psychotherapist, I'm an author, and I'm also a student. I'm currently completing a Bachelor in Liberal Studies. We focus on classical, medieval, and religious studies at uh, the University of Waterloo. Um, I'm also a pagan author. So my book just recently came out through Llewellyn. Um, and so I've really been steeped in paganism, witchcraft, and and magic for the past 20 years.
0: Great. I love that you have a little bit of a history background too. Um, so I'm, I'm- I've looked a lot into the history of uh, what happened in the 15th, 16th, 17th hundreds with with um, witch hunts and um, hangings and burnings and just really a lot of terrible tragedies. Um, so I, I'm looking at more of a modern angle of, you know, what what is witchcraft today or what is a witch today? And it seems to me it still has a connotation of evil or devil worshiping that kind of goes back to the um, the. The 15th century, really. So I was hoping you could speak a little to, um, to that. Is there evil involved? Is there devil worshiping involved? Or what is it really in a modern world?
1: Absolutely. So it's it's a complicated answer because now there are multiple streams of witchcraft. So I think we need to, first of all, we need to lay the foundations. What we're talking about kind of witchcraft in this modern sense community, we're really focusing on European-based traditions. We're not focused on other religious traditions outside of, 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 of Europe um, or of that European cultural sphere. Things like African traditional religions, um, Tantra... Any of the Asian traditions or any of the traditions from South America or North America. Those were traditions that were um, uh, like had that word witchcraft or paganism applied to them and were used to denounce them. But we're not talking about that in the modern sense. So the modern sense, there is a very thriving interest in in using magic and using witchcraft in in the modern sense. What we're looking at really is kind of neo-paganism, Wicca, which is the kind of the modern uh, religion of 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 witchcraft. And now we also have these streams coming forward that go back even further um, into the medieval ages of of cunning craft, so folkloric craft. And those really uh, are the the types of like the, the uses of witchcraft or magic um that were nestled within the christian worldview that are related to folklore that you find in like if you open any of the old folklore books and see superstitions or charms or amulets or anything like that that's the type of magic that we're talking about with that folkloric craft that comes from that more cunning folk that's the the academic term um so a little different from from witchcraft but still within the sphere um, i think most people who go to any metaphysical shop or who are going to like the, the local bookstore and go to the metaphysical section, you're going to be seeing books that are uh, connected to Wicca. Now you're starting to see that folkloric craft come out and then also kind of a jumble of all other traditions.
0: Okay, so yeah, you said the word Wicca and um and pagan. So is, is Wicca, that is a pagan religion, but are there other pagan religions as well? Is it, is that, kind, that seems like more of a broad term and then Wicca is like a, a specific. A a very specific
1: tradition, exactly. Yes. So, so uh, pagan. So pagan has been used by um, Christianity for a very long time to describe anything other than paganism, uh, uh, anything other than Christianity. In the modern sense, like that's a really outdated term now. But in a modern sense, neo-paganism is any of those self-identified traditions that are connected with with kind of bringing back ancient pre-Christian traditions. Um, You're looking at ancient Egyptian. You're looking at ancient Greek and Rome, uh, ancient Celtic, ancient Norse and Scandinavian, ancient Germanic, ancient Slavic, right? Um, Kind of anything outside of that kind of gets into a jumble still. So then Wicca is one pagan faith within that broader uh, kind of
0: family. Okay. Um, Do you think people who who practice Wicca or or any of these... um... Pagan religions that you kind of mentioned. Do you think a lot of them use the term witch or do you think people are kind of shying away from from calling themselves a witch because of the misconceptions and that sort of like evil connotation that people put on it?
1: I think that there's uh, at one at one point when Wicca was emerging in the 1950s, when it was starting to become a group and it started to initiate people, that word "witch" was trying to be identified with kind of the root word wiki, um, um uh, which is really has that uh, similar root to "wise." So they were trying to reclaim that word "witch" as the craft of the wise. Um, there's a whole history kind of behind why Wicca emerged really it comes out as a uh, as a, a response to the Industrial Revolution. It was an attempt to kind of come back to kind of older ancient sources, um, but it was really a jumble of other things. And uh, and so I, I would say that the majority of people who are Wiccan refer to themselves as witches. I think that since then Wicca became a thing other groups of people started to latch onto that word again as a reclaiming thing during the 1960s and 70s and so then which became kind of the word that most people were using i think now we're seeing the pendulum swinging the other way people are starting to especially in in uh, especially practitioners who are connecting in with their folkloric and and their kind of regional identities and are finding words that are relating to those identities. So on my podcast a few uh, weeks ago I, I do a podcast where I interview uh, magical practitioners, um, particularly folklore practitioners. And one of the trends is is using titles that are very much embedded in each community. Um, And many of those communities would see witch as being an evil thing, an evil non-human creature. So you wouldn't identify yourself as one, you would instead Call yourself like a witch doctor or you would call yourself a like a wart doctor or a cunningman or cunning or a wise woman what is that? another uh, a big one that is coming out. Also regional languages. So where I'm from in the United Kingdom, I, I live in Canada now, but I'm originally from the UK. A lot of regional uh, practitioners are taking up Welsh, Scottish, um, Gaelic, Irish um, words for themselves so that they're not using that English word witch.
0: Yeah, it's because when I think of witch, you know, and I, I'm sorry about this, but I think of like the Halloween, <laughs> like the witch with the pointy hat and the broom mm-hmm. and, um, you know, like the Wicked Witch from The Wizard of Oz. So I know it's it yes. has a very strong, people think of, they have a very strong mental image when you hear the word witch. Mm-hmm. But it seems like these people who practice Wicca, are, uh, it, 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 it seems like a totally different thing. So it's just... Um, it's it gets a little confusing there I guess. Um where do you think these misconceptions, you know, you talked about the evil people thinking of a witch as evil. Where where do you think those misconceptions came from mostly in your opinion?
1: Well, I, I think it's very much cultural based. I think that, um, particularly that would witch, um, and when you look kind of cross culturally, in in every culture there seems to be like an archetype of you know a dangerous non-human hag or crone or being in 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 the in the forest. Right? I think that that then was conflated with the idea of devil worshipping, and so uh, it, traditionally, when you look at European kind of witchcraft and, and and magic use, there's some fantastic studies and books out there that can that show this in detail um but you 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 generally had within that christian worldview two streams you had individuals who were with the devil and individuals who were with god so when you know a lot of the um the witchcraft trials that were going on it wasn't witchcraft that they were being killed about it was because they were aligning themselves with the devil that was what the, and and so you got into this idea of apostasy, right? Which was a major sin in the medieval age. So really, um, the idea of, um, That idea of of the two streams, most magic users would have seen themselves as good Christians in the same way that now you you go to any folk healer in like South America or, or Italy or around the world, you know, most folk healers who are strong. Oh, no, no, I'm Christian. Oh, no, 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 I'm Buddhist. Right. Even though they're practicing magic and, you know, all sorts of things. Um, so, so I, I I think that that's kind of the the stream of it. I think the misconception then comes in with that word witch, right? I also think that because of Victorian storytelling, um, so many of the 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 wicked witches in those stories are told to us as children. We raised up, and then suddenly we're hearing, oh, these people are witches. Oh well, you know, we 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 don't know anything about that. Um, and I think that also that understanding that magic has been a part of culture for such a very long time um, has been lost. So in the past 150 years, most people, especially with that kind of rationalism, modernism piece, um, has conflated that with the idea of superstition beneath us, ridiculous in a in a religious sense. Then. Um, I think it is also very understandable that you know witches. In those senses, you look in the Bible, um, many of the the evil figures in that are witches, right? So I think that that conflation is a very old one. I think it's a very complex one, um, but I, I I think that's where that misunderstanding comes in, um, and also the fact that the even the word witch, right? I mean, if people had used the word wise people or cunning folk or whatnot, that doesn't have the same sting as witch. And and so I think that that also comes into it. People have those assumptions of what that word means, what those people do, and and that's why.
0: Yeah. Do you think you kind of made me think, um, you know, a lot of our, our history and our fairy tales and, and stories and things come from Europe. We're a very like Eurocentric uh, culture, even here in, in the United States and in Canada. Um, do you think... That has a lot to do because it it almost seems like other cultures uh, might be a little bit more accepting of of a witch or of the of Wicca of a pagan religion. Um, I've, I'm coming from doing a few episodes about the Algonquian that were the indigenous people of the eastern U.S. and kind of reading up on their religion. It's actually reminding me a little bit of them. They were very spiritual. Um, they had several different spirits that they worshipped, or um, and it was very misunderstood by the European settlers who came here um so it's kind of making me wonder if if other parts of the world that aren't so that are that our culture isn't so based on might be a little more accepting or or you know less quick to judge it as an evil thing i don't know if you've
1: well and that's the thing right so so I think we need to we need to understand that we're judging this based on Judeo Christian worldview, which is this like that sense of evil and what that under, cultural understanding of evil is. So in other cultures, they don't have those sense, same senses of evil. They would be judging it based on 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 their own worldviews, right? So I think that you know if you look around the world, vast majority of of cultures have this what could be analogous to magic. Right. And often those those streams lie kind of just adjacent or parallel to the main spiritual traditions. So I, I did a study a few years ago on Buddhism and and um if you look at like Buddhist amulets and Buddhist magic in Buddhism in, in like Thailand, for example, Buddhist Thailand. Um on the one hand, it doesn't make any sense why they would be practicing magic when you look at Buddhism in the book sense, but this speaks to a much broader idea of lived religion and lived culture, right? There are many places within lived culture, and magical thinking is, I think, uh, a baseline biological, psychological part of, of 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 being a human, right? We have this idea of of that we can control through symbolic and through uh, relating to to, uh, the world around us through ritual. That's really the source of religion the idea of the disconnection between religion and magic then really depends on each culture. So uh, for example, one of the traditions I belong to is an African-based tradition. So in those traditions, priests perform rituals working with spirits um, and and for magical ends, but they would never call themselves witches because the witch concept in that tradition is an evil entity that's connected with the dark and the death and whatnot. And so what they do is witchcraft, that's why it's such a highly offensive thing when modern witches who are of a European base look at those traditions. They say, Oh, well, that's witchcraft. No, it isn't witchcraft. That's not how they identify it. That's not how they conceptualize it. So it's, it's one of those like, it's a cross cultural thing. I think that it depends on, on the culture, right? Um, but I I would say that, you know, because Christianity is, I think, what, two billion people in the world, most of Christian cultures around the world will have that touch and will probably not be as inviting. But it also depends. You go down to South America, Catholic South America at, at that, um, and you will see folk practices and folk magic and folk traditions all over the place. So it's an interesting thing. I think it depends on the culture.
0: Yes, it, is, it seems very um, complex. Yeah. <laughs> I'm realizing. Yes. Um, Have you personally experienced any kind of persecution or or harsh judgment from people, Um, you know, based on what you practice? Do you, do you feel like you've been judged harshly personally?
1: Absolutely. So when I was, uh, when I moved to Canada, um, as as a young kid, I was very interested in folklore and British folk um, kind of traditions, and uh, and when I was a teenager, I came out as queer, and and for me, my queerness was really connected in with my magic. That's kind of how kind of I I I started to explore myself with, and I lived in a tiny town of eight thousand people, and in like it was like 28 churches. It was a ridiculous number of churches, right? All different denominations, and I remember when I first started to explore and bring books to school, like reading them, um, you know. People would say, "Oh, that's evil," or "You're an evil witch," or all of that, right? Um, so, I have I have experienced that. I think that culturally, though, it, things have shifted. I think people are a lot more interested in and and uh, on the down low more accepting in the West of that. I think that in certain circles. Uh, particularly evangelical circles, there's still that 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 feeling. But then, let's be honest here: most a lot of evangelical circles would be feeling anything different from them is evil. Right? That's just that part of that Protestant mindset, right?
0: Yes, I I um I live in the American South, so I'm I'm very familiar <laughs> with that mindset. Yeah. <laughs> and I hope it is changing. I like to think it is <laughs> and that people are becoming a little more accepting of other things. Um, do you think there are people who you might have touched on this, but who identify as witches that do try to use it for evil or um, to do to do harm? Is that a thing or is that just kind of a misconception?
1: No, absolutely, it is a thing, yes. When you step out of that Judeo-Christian mindset, when you step out of that uh, morality, then things become a little different, right? And there are a lot of people who use baneful magic, people who use, um, who use I wouldn't even call it evil, because again, the sense of evil is different in, in a lot of these traditions. Um, I think that when you see it in that way, depends on what the context so if somebody is harming somebody else and you need to curse them to stop them from harming others then yes that's cursing them but that's to prevent them from doing something else um, if somebody is coming from a place of spite and they are coming from a place of you know i'm going to hurt you because you hurt me then again that that sense of 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 evil intent is it depends on the situation Definitely, there are people who would uh, and and do use magic um, because of their own base kind of ego and their own base emotions. And, they, and that, I think from a lot of cultural standards, they, that would be seen as evil. There are also streams of, of witchcraft now emerging that work with something called the folk devil, and within those traditions, the folk devil is seen not as the Christian devil, but as the figure that when Christians came into an area, say, you know, northern France or England or wherever, came into an area and saw an ancient pagan deity being worshipped or an ancient, like, uh, folk spirit being uh, venerated, um, they would then identify that as the devil, and that's evil and so these individuals are now working with the other It's that sense of liminality it's that sense of understanding kind of other um as being powerful and so in working with that way they're using that word devil um as uh, as as kind of kind of a counter reclaiming of 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 of, of her christianity um I'll put that out there um i know down in bolivia this isn't just a european thing and i know down in bolivia there's a mountain god called el diablo and uh in uh in in the mines down there they worship this this mountain deity to say you know protect us in the mines please don't you know kill us all this and uh, and the figure looks like a classical devil but it's understood as a local folk deity so it's one of those kind of it's a thing but they wouldn't see themselves as evil others might see them as evil but they wouldn't see themselves as evil so
0: yeah that's very interesting that's bringing me back again to the Algonquin. um they had they have like a very um benevolent spirit that that they don't even really have to worship because he's just so kind and he doesn't like take revenge or anything so they spend kind of all their all their focus worshiping this more malevolent spirit i mean more like a devil right so the the europeans came yeah so when the europeans came they saw the other worshiping the devil but it's it's just a difference in the way that the religion works or we don't need to worship the kind one because he's not gonna hurt us we need to keep this one happy so that we're protected and that sort of thing so it's very interesting it seemed it's i'm kind of drawing parallels there um i guess the last thing i have for you really is just What do you want people to know about Wicca or about witchcraft? What do you want kind of the takeaway to be for listeners who are really coming from a place of not knowing anything about this?
1: totally um well i i i think that the, the main piece here is to stay in your own lane right i think that a lot of people um especially coming from that judeo christian mindset um even if they don't ascribe to it anymore still have that world view as a subconscious thing and i think that the the major major point here is to step out of that worldview, try to see it from somebody else's worldview, and uh and so with wicca or witchcraft or whatever um you know, judging any tradition based on your own standards is not going to get you very far and you're never actually going to understand those traditions. So, you know, speak to people, um, but, uh, you know, there's all sorts of books, all sorts of documentaries since the pandemic, there's all sorts of content online, um, you know, listen to some of the voices of those traditions, listen to how they're interacting and understanding and also know it's okay not to understand it all. You know, you don't have to understand at all, but you also, you know, can't, you can't be making um, judgments based on something you don't understand either. So it's one of those things. Understand yourself so that you can engage fully. But that's like any religious tradition. you know i'm not i'm not going to sit here and say oh you know wicca is okay wicca is good because it's a nature based religion blah 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 i feel like a lot of people have said that over the years to appease and the reality is my witchcraft my magic my cunning craft my folklore craft whatever i'm calling it is nothing to do with you and so just like your religion is nothing to do with me so i feel like coming from that place will open up the conversation, but there's more than enough content out there right now um to uh to uh like podcast interviews since podcasting became a big thing like a few years ago um you know I think all of the major writers have been uh have been interviewed so um tap into that um and uh and 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 that's really all I would say really. <laughs>
0: and and where can people find you i know you have a a podcast and a website can you kind of share where where we can find you if
1: we yeah for sure definitely absolutely so uh, and that ties into it um so uh, my podcast essence podcast ben Stimson. um you can find it on spotify and and i think apple and amazon um i also have it on youtube too ben Stimson author i've been really focusing on interviewing a lot of the major figures in folkloric and and, and traditional crafts right now um and i have uh, uh about 48 episodes under my belt right now. So a lot of interviews, a lot of content. You can go to benstimpson.com. I do actually offer a course coming up on the history of the occult and history of magic. So if people are interested, um, I also have links to friends who who also uh, create that content too. So um, benstimpson.com, everything's on there.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much, Ben. Thank you for speaking with me. Um, I appreciate it. You have a great day.
1: You too. Thank you. Bye-bye.
0: thanks for listening and thank you to ben for sharing his knowledge with us remember to tune back in this sunday for your next full-length episode of history fix in my spooktober series coming at you all month long